From the Salisbury Center Studios in Manassas, Virginia, it's Wild Style Radio. Welcome back to the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show. Coming to you live from Salisbury Center Studios on the Wild Style Network, fueled by Monster Energy. We're back, and we're on the eve of Labor Day weekend, so the end of summertime. The end of It's like uh, Greece and doing a little summer loving. You know, like we're doing summer nights right now, me and you. Right. Like a little reflection on great things that happen because it was a great summer. It was awesome summer. It was a, a busy summer. Very busy summer. Yeah. I feel like that we recorded a shit ton of content. Like we interviewed a lot of bands. We had a lot of summer discussions. We really plowed through a lot of segments. I feel like Scott's been busy chopping up a lot, a lot of stuff that we've done. You know, because we would come in like some of these festivals. It was a great example. We yep. probably had what? two, three hours worth of material just off of one night. Absolutely. And then, yeah, and a lot of stuff was going on here at the Salisbury Center too. So got to talk to uh, quite a few bands, uh, quite a few new bands that, and, you know, we had Local Palooza. We had the spotlights on Friday nights. So there was a ton of stuff going on. Just a lot of great live music this summer. Love it. So we're, but but right now we're going to, so in in reflecting, because you and I had started talking, we were texting back and forth talking in this day and age <laughs> the way people do that, uh, that we're going to reflect a little bit on this and share our favorite because I get this a lot at least I get asked like what would you see the summer that you love so much so we're going to reflect back on our favorite live summer moments so and because I think Kevin you and I were talking we're going to split this up this conversation because we had so many good events here yep it's hard to remove them from some of the events outside when I say here I mean the Salisbury Center outside of the Salisbury Center So we're going to talk maybe live events outside of the Salisbury Center and then here at the Salisbury Center since it's such a great live music venue. (laughs) Yep. And there may be some crossover. Right. We want to do a reverse reveal of some three, two, one. Sure. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I will go first. Oh, wow. Man, it's very domineering. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my list was a little bit easier to come by because I didn't go to quite as many shows as you went to really? this summer. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, hey, wait, wait, is somebody calling in? Oh, <laughs> I was hoping somebody's calling in for some of their favorite shows. I, I know what Scott's is. What? Fallout Boy. Oh, I saw more. I, you didn't oh, know oh well, then we're going to get to you. No, I know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Jeff knows. All right. All right. Well, then wait. <laughs> you, know, you wait your turn. <laughs> All right. So my number three show outside of the overall, let's call it, uh-huh. it was uh, Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry. Yep, a Tally Ho. That's a good show. It was a great it was show. An awesome show. They right. always put on a great show. Yeah. So like, uh, what, I mean, what stood out for you for that one? Um, for me, it was... Uh, the drunk girl that was with us? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? There were two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I know they'll be listening to that later. And Green Bay Ray. <laughs> and, so. and the drunk, the drunk guy that was with us. <laughs> yeah. um, no, Josh Todd just puts on a great show. He's mm-hmm. a fantastic front man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had seen them, what was it, the previous time. It was probably about 10, 11 months before we saw them this most recent time. They are road dogs, man. They are road dogs. They are always touring. And and they the new album has only been out about six weeks or so. I know. But I was shocked at how much stuff that was on this new album that we also had already seen the previous time. Sure. So uh, th- that that struck me too. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
you know, it was a great show. It wasn't quite as crowded as the previous time we saw them that at is, Tally Ho. Yeah, because it was in the middle of the week. It was like a, yeah. early in the week, too, like a Monday yeah. or a Tuesday. Yeah, so it was a great, great vibe. You know, we were able to get pretty close to the stage without throwing elbows or anything. So, yes. So, yeah, it was just a, a fun show. I'm glad you brought that up because I am factoring the crowd experience into my decision-making. Like, okay. listen, as we're, as we're getting older, you know, like I'm getting an old man and, damn it, all these people around me. So, like, that is a part of it. But, I mean, it's part of a show, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, the crowd experience is part of the show. So I'm going to go with, look, I brought, I bought visuals, but I, I don't have very clean visuals. I should have worked a little bit more with the art department to make these a little more spiffy. My number three with my visuals are the Queens of the Stone Age. I saw them at the Anthem. And uh, yeah, so like just a, a, a good, strong live performance. I think we talk a lot about, like we've talked a lot about backing tracks and the deterioration of bands and how they accommodate that. Yep. And then if we like that or not, I think it's consistent in all of my choices that even the, even if musicians are aging, and I would not say that, that Josh Homey is an, an aging musician. I guess what, he's in his 40s, um, so he's not in his 50s yet, but he's not, shown no deterioration in any of his playing, and neither has anyone in the band. So there's been rotation through Queens of the Stone Age, but just an amazing, solid live performance. He's had health issues, so he's rebounding from health issues, put out a new album, and that's going to be another topic. I have a feeling like when we get into December, we're going to do yearly reflection instead of yeah. summer reflection. So we'll be talking about live albums. I love their new album. Not live albums. their uh, studio albums, but yep. new albums, newly released albums. And, uh, yeah, so uh, that, that performance just backed up everything in a sold-out anthem show and a legit hit. So talking about the crowd experience – the floor, the front of that floor is enormous. And I would say there were at one point several hundred people that were pitting old school into the show. And just that energy is amazing. So that's my number three. All right. All right. Mr. Scott. Yeah. Do you have three? Do you have three that you want to throw in? I only in? saw two, so I can't say three. Oh. You only saw two? This summer, believe it or not. Yeah. You had, a, year. you had an opener for Fallout Boy, right? Yeah, but that doesn't count. Bring me the horizon, though. You're right. I'll give it to them. Sure, if that counts. <laughs> All right. Well, I, that was just, I didn't mean to blow off your number three. Yeah, that was a They're trying to be cool, seeing all the shows. My third favorite band was the Horizon because that was the third band I saw. <laughs> that was basically your justification. Literally. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know. You got one there, Mr. Salisbury? You look like you're fired up. And um, I, I, hate to, I hate to do it, but um, I don't know. I'll go with number three, uh, Jackal. I didn't know you saw them. Yeah. Was that Tally Ho? Did you? Yeah. That was Tally Ho. Awesome. Yeah, I know you've been, you've been a lifelong fan of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were awesome, too. Yeah. He's losing his voice a little bit, but he still puts on a great show. Had the crowd into it. It was, yeah. it was good. Uh-huh. Did he chainsaw it up? He did, of course. Awesome. <laughs> Closed and, it out with a chainsaw. But you're awesome. saying with like voice deterioration, I don't mind a little voice deterioration if he's still bringing it. That's what you're saying. Like, yeah, he still brings it. Like that's yeah. Great. I mean, it's hard the way that he sings. Uh-huh. It's hard to maintain that even at thirty. Yeah, but he, you know, he's probably sixty now or late fifties at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it was good. It I was forgot. Really good. I, yeah. I I just didn't put two and two together that you went to that. Yep. Yeah. I th- I I think I'm not gonna be lame because I don't go to too many concerts. But well, we're outside the Salisbury Center. When you yeah. get inside of the Salisbury Center, you will have seen everything. So you're not yeah. gonna be lame there. Yeah, I'll give an honorable mention to uh, the the Reagan years. Okay, they were actually really good. Yeah, I've heard great things about them. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. You want number number two there, Kevin? Uh, Lynch Mob. 
which oh, I didn't get to that. You're yeah. gonna punch me in the stomach. Right now. <laughs> that sucks. It, it was, you know, there are a lot of reasons why I, I love that show. I, I mean, was at Ed Sheeran that night. Oh. Is, that, is that on the list? <laughs> I, I love you, Ashley. <laughs> um, you know, we've we've talked about this already. I have had not seen Dawkin or you know George Lynch since Monsters of Rock uh-huh. in '88. So. Uh-huh. Um, missed them any of the times, you know, when they were at Jack's before they, well, I don't think they ever played together at Jack's, but, mm-hmm. um, and the M3 shows, any of that kind of stuff when he would have been there. So unfortunately, you know, I hadn't seen him, but they put on a phenomenal show, played some deep docking cuts, which was awesome. Oh, and they, they got they, it. They played the hunter, didn't they? They did. The hunter, excuse me for yes. my enunciation on that. Yes, they hunter. did. And it was awesome. Yeah. Um, they got a new album coming out right around Halloween uh-huh. and they played three or four songs off of that. Yeah. That stuff all sounded phenomenal. Uh-huh. And George still has it. I was about to say, George is still George. He is. He was, he was on and he was engaged with the crowd and social. Yeah. And so it was cool. Yeah. Good. Kevin, you remember when I totally wanted to look like George Lynch? I in, do. In high school. <laughs> I did everything I could to look like George I, Lynch. I do remember that. <laughs> I still would look like George Hinch. He still looks great. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. I, I would agree with that. I did not go to that. And you're, you broke my heart on that story, but <laughs> because they don't come around, they don't come up the East coast all too often. No, but I think they're going to be back with this new album coming out. I'm loving that. I'm loving you saying that. Did yep. they, and you know, I know the merch was always kind of iffy with yeah, that. It sucked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they didn't like refresh that in any kind of No, no, not at all. And the crowd. The crowd was great. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was packed, and everyone was into it. And uh, you know, there were a couple of knuckleheads behind us at every chance they got, and were screaming, you know, docking, play docking, and no, no, like Lynch Bob stuff at all. No, they just wanted to hear docking. <laughs> they don't know what they're missing. Yeah. All right. All right. My number two was the Foo Fighters at the Sonic Temple Festival in Columbus, Ohio, because it was just so thrilling to see them back again little bit of a bend to me on this show that it was a little bit more somber than other Foo Fighters shows that I've seen because, you know, for obvious reasons as they're, you know, kind of memorializing Taylor Hawkins. But Josh Fries certainly stepped up and was a beast at that show. And uh, Dave Grohl has his personality. And in terms of a crowd, like I, I'm, again, leaning towards the pit. So, like, it was a legit crowd surfing, high energy, positive energy. And, you know, you know the difference between pits. There's angry mm-hmm. pits, and then there's fun pits. And this was a fun pit with fun people. And I was able to bring my my teenage stepchildren into that one, and they survived and loved every second of it. So did you, uh, speaking of pits, did you see the Jason Momoa pit? No, I uh, did not. So Jason Momoa was in the pit for Pantera and, and Metallica. Oh, uh-huh. I think I did hear And that pit this. is way different than it was 30 years ago <laughs> <laughs> when, when I saw him, you know. I mean, the pit, everybody's like too old to It was a gentle mosh. pit. It, it looked like Ring Around the Rosie more than a pit. Oh, because the, the anthrax pit yes. at the Fillmore was, was thinking, intense. With older dudes. We, we were at the Fillmore this time last year when anthrax came around their 40th anniversary tour. And it was solid like that pit was really humming yeah i think maybe some of the guys didn't want to try and take on jason momoa also <laughs> yeah yeah that, i don't think he win that one so th- so there's video out of that yeah it was on tmz i saw it oh i gotta see it yeah, i know yeah, my yeah, guilty yeah. pleasure yeah. sorry oh, no, the I, yeah. uh the last pit i was in with long hair was metallica on the black album tour in uh-huh. roanoke uh-huh. and it was violent uh-huh i had people yanking me by my hair yes 
I was like, come on, man. <laughs> hey, man, that's not cool. <laughs> D. Damon. <laughs> yeah, Damon, Damon would get nowhere near it. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm not getting in it. <laughs> I got to be able to count my money. <laughs> Scott, you have a number two. You have now. You have you have seen at least two bands, two real headliners. So All yes, right. you guys got it. Fallout so Boy would be number two. Oh, Fallout Boy's number two. Yep. Oh. I was I was going to count them as number one. I saw somebody last week who was number one. Oh, I've really? seen him. Apparently, he's like. Uh, was it Nickelback? I'm, I'm politically incorrect. He's super gay for this band. So okay, it, it, people will be hating. Haters be hating. It's but not a you're recent, secretly a closeted but, fan. But just yeah, listen. I know. Apparently, it was so packed. There's tons of closeted fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're talking about number two here. Yeah, yeah. Number number two is Fallout Boy. And it wasn't boy. just because it's the most recent thing that you saw. You put that at number one because oh, you know it's not. fresh in your memory. I will you say my number one. I've way. seen three times before as well. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. What you got there, Lou? He loves Chad Kroger secretly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, um, kicks. Okay, so kicks at kicks at, at Tally Ho. Oh, at Tally Ho. Wait a minute. That's number two. Was that this year? Yeah. Was that last year? That was in November. That was in November. Oh, yeah, we're, that's we're, right. do, we're doing summer shows. So I mean, you oh, can go, summer you, shows. You can go bottle and cork. That's where I thought you were going. No. All right. I don't, I don't even know if I've been to two. So I guess I guess Reagan years would have to be number three and uh, Jackal number two. Outside, bands outside of here, I can't even remember any other bands. Uh, I, I think I know where your number one is going now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So with that said, you want to go to number one? Sure. Number right. one. Number one. I'm dying to see. Oh, Kevin's wearing it. He's got the visual on. All right, all right. So GNR Hershey. I was at that show, and that was a slick show. But there's a reason it did not make my top three. But I'm gonna let you talk first. Yeah, yeah. And I was probably gonna bring it up. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, no, it was you know, it was a great show. I mean, we three had great hours. seats. Three hours. Three hours set. Yep. Foo Fighters are three hours also. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, Slash and Duff, the rest of the band, just yeah. completely on point again, and. You know, relative to when we saw them in Baltimore, yeah, I thought Axel's was better. Uh huh. But at the same time, there were backing tracks. There were definitely he was definitely using backing tracks. So yeah, I never, like yeah, my girlfriend looked over at me and said, "Who is singing right now?" When there were like lyrics flying all over the place right. and nobody was on a mic. But you know, <laughs> it it was a great show. Yeah. So it you was. know, the whole experience was phenomenal, and you know, having seen them probably. 10, 11 times. Right. Right up there with every, every time I've seen them. Right. So, okay. So I'm going to complain because, <laughs> because I'm being a bitch and complaining, but like, uh, the crowd experience turned that turned that away from my top three. Cause I wanted it to be in my top three for so like, you know, cause you know, I love, love a guns and roses show. So I really wanted to be up there. So obviously it's not going to be another, my number one. I'm going to get to my number one, but like, yeah. So we had the experience of like older people, and almost like in a general admission sense, kind of pushing in to where, you know, we were sitting and you were on the far end of that. Right. So I was on the edge of it where this crew was pushing into us, you know, so I had to deal with that. I had to deal with that for like, make a long story short, for probably a good solid 15, 20 minutes of uncomfortable pleasantness. And then like, you know what I mean? You're there, you're partying, you're feeling the tunes, you want to rock out again, but you just got all angry and chesty with a whole bunch of people beside you. And then you have to stand there beside of them. And that just... Broke my heart a little bit on that show. 
So I'm blaming the crowd. I wanted to get down there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that was another thing that was on my mind that I had to keep you back where you were so that we would stay inside of the show. <laughs> and we did for all this. Look, you know where I'm going. Number one, you just can't, there's no such thing as a bad living color show. So living color for me at the tally ho again, like in terms of talking about musicianship, these guys are older than us. And they just keep getting better and better and better. So where someone needs backing tracks, I almost had this, like if I go and, and we do our yearly reflect, uh, reflection, we saw Corey Glover at the, the Tally Ho, and I could easily put that right up there with this Living Color show, just him solo because of the power of his vocal presence and being the phenom vocalist that he is. Did they play Queen of the Reich? <laughs> they, would have, they would have just... They would have beasted that song. <laughs> the other thing that like watching Live in Color, like I feel like it's it's definitely a jazz feel to them where they will play a song that are, that are definitely recognizable, like cult personality, but they don't play it the same way each time. And when they do, they play it and they just crush it in a kick-ass kind of way. And they certainly did. Very successful tour. I wish that we could see them with Extreme. You know, I think that we would be struggling between ones and twos, you know, if we would see them on that Extreme tour. Because I have a feeling Extreme is playing just as well as Living Color sure. right now. Yeah. So that's what I have as my number one show. It was a right. phenom of a night. Scott's going with... Okay, it's Nickelback. But uh, before you say anything, look. you guys talk about a lot of rock bands on 0 to 10. Where do you rate Nickelback? 11. Oh, no, you're joking. <laughs> Wait, that means good, right? Or is he capping? <laughs> He's gaslit. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Come on, give me something good. I would, In all seriousness, I would give Nickelback a 7 or an 8. Thank I, you, thank I, you. I, I, See? They don't bother yep. me. I know they bother yep. a Kevin lot of people. Kevin smirking, yeah. <laughs> they, they bother, the, obviously, Dave Grohl that like, comes out against them like left yeah, and right. I don't know why they're hated so much. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like a throwback almost to like the, uh, which I don't think that they deserve, like the bad side of glam metal, you know, the, the formulaic oh. side of glam metal. That's what I think that, you know, other artists kind of like push them into, but I don't feel that they're that. I feel like they have a lot more to them. I than Totally that. agree. Yeah. How so, was the country opener? Oh, you saw that? <laughs> yeah, new topic, new topic. Didn't make the top three. <laughs> I don't even know who it was. Bradley Gilbert or something? I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But your son went to that show. No, really? Yeah. Jake went to that show. Jake did go. Where was yeah. the seats? Yeah. Probably on the lawn. Uh, uh -huh. I was up closer. He's know. cheap. <laughs> no, it was good. Did he like it? I don't know. Oh, come on. You I didn't, didn't ask, ask him? him? What? No. <laughs> Nickelback rates 11 for you, right? Yeah. Kevin's, I mean, Kevin's a thrash metal guy, uh, you know? Like, so he probably puts Nickelback in that camp of... Damn, yeah, little, so sad. Yeah, formulaic cheesy kind <laughs> of thing. They have that one good song that was on uh, WWE Raw, was the, the opening theme song uh -huh. for that for a while. That huh. song was pretty cool. I like, uh, Chad Kroger did a cover of Saturday Night, you know, the Elton John Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting with Kid Rock. And I think that that is a slick, yeah. slick cover. He's been around for a hot minute too. Yeah, yep. It's a slick cover. What's yours, Jeff? Number one. Living Color. <laughs> no way. Is well, it actually? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not when Kix is out there. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Kix of Dewey Beach, of course. <laughs> Look, I wrestled with that, man, because if, if Kix hadn't played the Salisbury Center, I'd have a harder time with my top three. So, like, I'm keeping Kix inside of the Salisbury Center, and that yep. is the only reason they're not in my top three. I okay, get it. So, go ahead. I haven't seen as many. Yeah. But that Dewey show. Kicks at Dewey, yeah. That Dewey show, was. I thought it was just a great summertime beach show. It felt like yeah. we were at the beach, like watching a great 
like strong live band and yeah. you just had a party beach party feel to it you're blocking chicks views look you're like talking to that crowd experience like like she came at me like as you know crowds I, you know green bay ray describes me as a lightning rod for some reason like people come at me and like she came at me seems to be <laughs> and like we diffused her. She was cool. Like we wound up like hanging and drinking with those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was a very different experience than the Guns N' Roses experience. They didn't throw your t-shirt either. They did not throw my t-shirt. Exactly. I got bullied. That was a, that's a different story. That's a Tesla. <laughs> I was bringing up my bullied experience. All right. Want to switch to the inside the Salisbury Center? Yeah. All right. Why not? All right. Keep you on rolling. Go first. All right. So we just went outside of the Salisbury Center. Now these are shows inside of the Salisbury Center, and I will say that this is hard because I've fallen in love with a lot of great local acts. Yep. Absolutely. And almost for that reason, I feel like I've steered away actually from the local acts that I know because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But like, I feel like there's just so many shout outs that I could give. Canceled. So, it's like, so I feel like I've, I've loved this over the past year because I've been exposed to a lot of great new stuff. But with that being said, I'm going to start with my number three with Jimmy's Chicken Shack because that's a good choice. They were just solid that night. And they, yeah, they were good. They fought through all of the strobe lights that was flying <laughs> <laughs> out. Let's go. <laughs> they did sound good. Yeah, Jimmy Haha eventually found his guitar again after the first song and picked up and just moved right on. And the most gracious guys, and they were so gracious to my stepson. So thank you, Jimmy, for that, for your hospitality and your graciousness. You are a beast. And uh, it was just that was just such a fun night. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I had the Road Ducks. Oh, that's a good call. Number three. Yep. And a lot of, a, a lot of what drove some of my decisions were the conversations that we got to have mm-hmm. with, with the bands. And, and that interview with, I mean, we, and we've had a great ton of great interviews, so I don't want to offend anybody that we've talked to Mm -hmm. same way. Right. But, uh, Jay Nedry was just a thrill to talk with, Uh you know, got to hear, you know, having been around this area for so long, him owning Jack's and, you know, it was just great to get that perspective and, and have him talk about music and the history of the area. Yep. And, uh then put on a great show institutional knowledge in, absolutely thick institutional knowledge of rock and roll in northern virginia yep yeah all right we're gonna we're gonna go counterclockwise and we'll go to mr salisbury now next on his number three this I, i'm dying to hear yours i thought scott was gonna go well i mean we went we went in reverse order so we can we can let scott go first all right. we, we'll you stick with see, your, I, yeah, so now i'm blurring what happened with the summer uh-huh but I, he's one, trying to he's trying to call out one from. Oh yeah, don't the mention that one yet because okay, <laughs> I like that one a lot. But I would say you can remind me. I showed up super I, late to this one, so I actually got to experience it. Uh, I like the Doors tribute band. Okay, cool. Actually, they were great. they were amazing, yeah, very yeah. cool. Like yeah. the, the dude played the character all it, the way through. Was it Light My Fire? Is that what they called or what? what, what what's their, their no the Ultimate Doors? The Ultimate yeah. Doors. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just make sure we get the right tribute act. Yes, yes. You know, like for the <laughs> shout out. Yeah, yeah, those guys were fantastic. That I just was wish, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a real big crowd, but they yeah, still they brought awesome. it, and they sounded great. I mean, they even have like the refurbished exact same instruments from the sixties. Uh huh. Yeah, they're really good. That's cool. Very yep. cool. I'd like to get them back. We just got to put them on a bill with somebody else until we can start building up mm-hmm. some of that stuff. But man, they were really good. Okay. But they didn't make my top three, unfortunately. Yeah. You, you guys will have seen more in here than we have. I feel like we've seen a lot, but yeah, you guys had yeah. to be here for it all. So, like, this is good, the opposite of the external internal. Yeah, yeah. Know, so, yeah. I think for me, the, I was going to go with them, yeah. 
But but Jimmy Ha Ha. Oh, oh the shack. We agree. Look at that. Yep, Me and Jeff yep. Salisbury agree on something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. So how many times have you seen the shack over the years? Only like three or four. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think you've seen them all too much. Like mm-hmm. where you know me, I like I saw them at Hammerjacks a couple times. Yeah. Do you think yeah. you feel like they've lost a step? I mean, they're 25, 30 years older than sure. they were. You know. Yeah, but I don't feel like they have. I, I don't like think they have. Yeah. They haven't lost anything as far as um, like the band and the musicianship. Uh huh. But I mean, Jimmy has a hard time walking around, and he yeah. was a you know spry you know yeah. super skinny energetic yeah. uh dreads he had the dreads, dreads you know yeah. like he was a machine back in the day yeah and it, unfortunately he just can't be the same person that he yeah. was 30 years ago right he still sounds great i yep. mean those guys musicianship and you know just their sound everything was they were right on mm-hmm. and even the show was great even though jimmy didn't move around now the way that it did back then sure he still puts on a hell of a show. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he interacts with the crowd, jokes yep. with the crowd. I think that's that's a common theme for like the the Baltimore scene. Yeah. Is like they like to really get into it with the crowd and make the crowd a part of the show. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Oh, is it me? Not, not you. You give me the look. <laughs> like, what the hell are you waiting for? Look. All right. Number two, days of five. Oh, oh, I'm going with a homer. Oh, this is rigged. I'm this going is with rigged, a homer. Rigged. I am so going with a homer. Somebody should have vetted this. Look, man, that's like, I'm being selfish. I'll continue to be selfish because that was like a night of my life. That was a night of my life. That was like just when, the, when like, you know, life is fading. You know but what you I mean? you didn't see that show, so you, you I was going to count that. But I lived I that show. I saw it through the eyes. Oh, I yeah. lived that show. You couched it properly. I What's your favorite show from the Salisbury Night that you saw? No, I this, I saw it through my eyes outwardly, like different, like from the whole different, different lens. perspective. Yes, gotcha. exactly, exactly. And it was, it was, I say it's like, I don't know if you saw the show on HBO, 100 Foot Wave, like when these dudes catch those 100 Foot Waves. And then, of course, like if they miss it, it's going to kill them. You know what I mean? Kind of, oh, but, yeah. if, but if they hit it, it's awesome. Right. I feel like I caught a 100 foot wave that night. Yeah. That was just a So I had to give props just for the evening. Even no, if, you guys even, were awesome. Even if the band sucked, I had like the time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take that. That's, look, I, I, you'll, when my number one comes up, you probably know it by now, it's going to be obvious. But like, yeah. I can't like. You know, I can't just discredit not having that experience. So that's why that's my number two. And if you haven't seen Days of Five, you should because they're amazing. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> Kevin. Uh, Jimmy. All right. Look at the that. The Shack. All right. Yeah. Going with the yeah, Shack. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had never seen them before. Jimmy's so getting a lot was, of love. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nope. You were never at an HF had, festival, like in no, the side stages? Really? I had little kids and Damn. shit back then. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There's that gap in time where... Wow. It, it was rare. It was <laughs> it was something big like Metallica or Motley Crue. Or, yeah. So yeah, no, I wasn't able to. Not that I wasn't able. Right. Just had. You had of, too much going on. Yeah. You had life. Yep. I'm, I'm like thrilled I was there with you with that. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, cool. I got blinded by the lights too. <laughs> 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 and I thought it was great. The the guy that was trying to get him to play. What was oh, it? the the doors, you want, uh, 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 Roadhouse Blues. Yeah, yeah. Did you remember the dude that was trying to pay forty bucks to get him to play Roadhouse <laughs> yes. Blues? So funny. That's and he good thing hand- about the local concert to get <laughs> stuff like that. And Jimmy Haha handled that like a champion. This guy was running up and like just throwing twenties at, at Jimmy Haha to play Roadhouse Blues. 
and and Jimmy was just so slick about it. He's like, we just don't know the song. Like, we're not a cover band. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And then he was like, just take your $40 and buy somebody a drink because the guy was persistent as hell. He just kept like coming back up. He's like, come on, man, just play that song. Just play that song. So evidently, he loved Jimmy's Chicken Shack, just he didn't love the yeah. song that Jimmy's Chicken Shack was playing. <laughs> and he didn't need the money for his own. Yeah, they played a, a little riff. They did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. They kind of figured it out, like, yeah, yeah, yeah a couple songs later. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. We got Scott. Okay. I'm going back to January. I know it's not technically oh, summer. Man, look at you. Scott's not a rule follower. Every single no. day for me is summer, you know? <laughs> I, I don't go to school anymore. So, and they played here many times before. I actually fell in love with them I, like my, two years ago. My red ink is about ready to just slash through this answer. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled. But uh, yeah. the Four Horsemen Metallica tribute band. All right, nice. Yeah. <laughs> look, they, they just lit awesome. up Kevin. Now you're going to piss off Kevin. Because <laughs> yeah. he played by the rules. Uh, I would have said all the same things you guys said. We got to switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good show. It was yeah. a good oh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, were, they were great. Yeah. All right. Number two, yeah. what do you think? Days of five. Man, <laughs> love it. Yes, it is. Wow. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> what do you think it is? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm Chip, baby. Oh, that's, that's, yep. Enough's enough. Yeah, yep. Another great interview. Yep. Yeah. And that was a fantastic, I know, right? That's a whole other category. And that's something we'll have to reflect back on at the end of the Yeah, I mean, you might want to do your top three interviews, too. Yeah, yeah. That's another day. Uh-huh, exactly. Because, right, I have to... Because that was like, a great interview. But so was... Actually, so was Road Dogs. Yes. Oh, that's... Yeah, Kevin, you... Jay, Jay is a master of just everything to do with promotions and marketing and bands and, mm-hmm. you know... And, he's got his shit together. And mm-hmm. for someone that has been around as long as he has and has met a million musicians, a million different people... The, the names that he was pulling and pe- yeah. Yeah. remembers almost seemingly everybody. Uh, and he remembers in detail. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like he remembers the conversations like word for word almost. He's Yeah. Yeah, but, he's sharp. But getting back to Chip, you know, like just in terms of the performance, like he's the real deal. Like it's very, yeah. his, a very genuine performance. And then yeah. with the interview, it came across also as very genuine. Yeah. And again, like no backing tracks, you know, like you get what you get with him. And he's proud of that. Speaks to that. Yep. So it was a, right. It was just a yeah, solid. Yeah, they sounded great. Yeah. I, I know everybody wants to complain about Donnie's got to sing, Don, you know. And uh-huh. Granted, that is really enough enough with Donnie singing, but he sounded great. The song sounded great. It was it was a really, really good concert. Right. I mean, and he was he was great with the crowd. He stuck around. Personally, you know, hawking his souvenirs and yeah. T-shirts yeah. and, yep. you know, all of his swag. Yeah. Just like. Talking to everybody, shaking hands and signing. He was he was awesome. The yeah. real deal. He's just yep. the real deal. Yep. Yep. All right, cool. Number one. Obviously, I'm going because I would not have caught that 100-foot wave without these guys. Yeah. And I loved them every but You heard me talking about them at Dewey Beach, but they were just as strong here. Um, I, you know, I think they were better here. I was going to say, like, it's, I, I don't know. It's hard to separate the shows, you know, yeah. like they were just, they're just always so solid and so good. It My was, balls were less sweaty here. <laughs> <laughs> really? Cause there was a lot going on that night. Like that was, yeah. you had a packed house. You had a packed birthday party. I mean, that's another, it was packed up here. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Which we had a lot more people here, but we had, it was indoors and not out. Yeah. And well, that's why I'm giving credit to this kick show too, because yeah. it's about you too. Cause like, you know, it was just such a moment. Mem- yeah. Momentous. Know, yes. Momentous event for you. And I was so happy for you that night. Yeah. That's a part of it. It just, and it, it, it really added to the joy of the show. So in terms of the crowd experience, yeah, 
I love you, my brother, and it was amazing. Love you. Experience. Appreciate it. Yes. Same. All right. They made that easy. <laughs> you even got the same uh, art department I there know. working for you. I have to pay them extra. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. Another great interview. Yeah. It was yep. A, yep, that was. That was. And I tell you, that was nervous as hell on that yep. interview. Yeah. Like, that was. You, if that only was, Steven would have been able to be on. Yeah. That, I mean, that yes. would just put it over the top. Yes. Not that they were they were great. Yeah. But he's just got the front man character, you know. You it, talk talk about top front men. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. underrated. Like extremely underrated front man. Corey well, Glover or Steven Whiteman. Uh, you know me. I got Steven Whiteman. <laughs> I, know, I hate to say Steven, it. I got to go Steven, Corey. Steven. I got to go Corey. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say the uh I thought that that the beginning of the interview where they didn't you know, when we asked them about the big news and they yeah. were, there was like crickets. I'm like, oh boy, here yeah, we no. go. Yeah. This is not going to be a fun interview. But yeah. then they opened up and it was just a great conversation. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, it was just, and it was nice to have Jimmy talking, you know, after, because we were at that show yep. where Absolutely. he had his heart attack. Yep. And we witnessed that happening. And obviously you had a family connection to it where, you know, your son jumped in to help out. So there's a very yep. personal tie into that. And then to me, you, I agree, like he totally opened up in the middle of that interview and really started talking. And it was just great to see Jimmy Chalfont yeah. talking that way. And you said it right. It was a conversation, not an interview. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Absolutely. It was great. Scott? Okay. Can I break the rule one more time so I don't agree with you? Oh, all? man. Here we go. Like, are you going back to oh, the winter also? Uh, I'm going back to October now. Otherwise, I would say kicks. Wait. Dude, October, you, that's 2022. I will agree with you by if all you means. Say any shows <laughs> better. Than show here, but I want to bring somebody else to the spotlight. You you're, know? you're like you would get a 33 percent on this test. I'll take it. All right, I'll take it. All right, I, that's what he got out. in school. Also, honestly, <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I would say Livewire, ACDC tribute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were really Utterly good too. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I remember that show. That was fun. Yeah, we've had some yeah. really good shows. Uh huh. For yep. sure. Yep. And speaking of that, coming up on September the twenty third at the Salisbury Center, Night Train International. Yes. Woo! Yeah. So Speak, Guns and Roses fans, we, we got our swag on. We're, That's we're right. Like geared for it now. Yes. So uh, come on out and check out Night Train International. Yeah. I'll be at Lita Ford, but oh, that's right. Well, I'll be at Lita Ford. Damn. What's yours, Jeff? Number one. How rude. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about of that. Of course, kicks. Oh, <laughs> what's your honorable mention? And it was your birthday. I mean that that's like number one through fifty. You know, like that that show. It was magical. exceeded my expectations for for everything. You know, it was on my birth my actual birthday. Um, I've always wanted, as long as I've been doing promotions, I've always wanted to do a kick show. Mm-hmm. And as soon as, as soon as we got this, I told my brother, I don't care if I lose money. I don't I don't care what's going on. I'm going to have kicks here. Yeah. And we got him here. It was on my birthday. Like, family here, all my friends except for, uh, what, Chris Barr and, of course, Bob, yeah. who passed. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bob yep. Zing. Yep. Um, but I think everybody from high school, our, all of our, be- our crew uh, of really good friends was here. It was just an unbelievable night. And then kicks – like they sounded incredible. Showed up, yeah. Everything was it was awesome. You know, like like kind of getting into the, more the details of that show. That's kind of when I really started acknowledging Bob Paré. Yeah, you know, like as as a good. T- I mean, it was really hard for me to watch Ronnie Yalkins get replaced because I've been such a fan of him for such oh, a long time. Oh, of course. Time. But then, like you know, it was really that night you know, that I really kind of like looked up at him and I was like, yeah, he is solid. He is as solid as solid could be. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like you can you can still have great musicians. 
replace great musicians. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and you got to give them credit because they're just different. You know, yeah, Bob's way different than Ronnie. Ronnie yeah. sort of brought the party. Yeah, gritty. Yeah, yeah. Yep. A Keith Richards feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, real like like the the Baltimore rock scene. Mm-hmm. Like he he and yep. Steve are the epitome of the Baltimore rock scene. Just kind of mm-hmm. gritty. Mm-hmm. Not really rednecky, but right. you know, just like blue collar, working class, awesome, awesome. Like somebody you want to hang out with after the concert for yep. sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And well, and considering the news that came out just prior to them being here, uh-huh. it wouldn't have happened. Right. Right. Had it not happened that night. So, right. right. Absolutely. So that was all the stars aligned. Yeah. Yep. It was awesome. Yeah, we were hanging on that scene if Jimmy was going to come back and, yep. yeah, where that was going to land, and it did. And yep. It landed in a big way. For sure. So there we go. That's a big summer celebration right there. For sure. Yeah. Very and good. Still yeah. a bunch of stuff coming up, too. You know, we're built, we're going to see Billy Idol here in a little bit over a week. We are. Then Greta. Yes. Greta Van Fleet. And uh, the next episode of the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show on Glad September the 13th, Yes, we're going to have a special guest in the studio. Our friend Jeff Broadnax from, he played at some point with Egypt, 20 Score Seven Spies, and then he right now is in Shock Mafia. It's a band yeah. that he's just starting up. They have a great new tune out, Reaching for Sunshine. If you haven't heard it, it is a strong song in that vein, you know, in that line of uh, rock and roll. Yeah, so be great conversation here in the studio with him. Yeah, we get to see uh, where Shock Mafia is going and, uh, you know, where they're playing and really the formation of that band almost. I know they were looking for a bass player, Back in June. So we'll see if that, that okay. formed and where they're sitting right now. Yeah. And then the Sunday after that day is the kicks finale. Yes. Yeah. That's so. crazy. That might displace some of our top yeah. threes. Uh, <laughs> you know, happy and top sad th- occasion. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. So still a little bit, a little bit more to come. Yep. There's always the live music. So, yep. um, yeah. So I think, think we're good, huh? I think so. Oh, also we just booked. Trans-Siberian Orchestra Tribute oh, Band. Oh, really? Nice. Twelve twenty-four. That is news to me. Oh, yep. look at that in on December. Christmas yep. Eve. No, no, the The band's name is 1224. Oh, oh, I thought they was like, damn, like you're having <laughs> a show here on Christmas Eve. Check no, that out. No, d- that's the name of the band. The um, the date is December 8th. Okay. All right. Friday night, yeah. It's going to be, it's gonna be cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, there's so many other bands that, like, you know, inside of the soul, I would love to give love to. F it all. Yeah. Um, you know, Age of Ruin, for sure. Ladder yeah. Match. Uh, you know, just uh, Medicine Man. Medicine Man. Yeah, Medicine Man's going to do a show Seculose. in November. Seculos, um, Evic, Gavin Evic, Gavin Evic. Yeah, and Reflex is going to do an '80s night for the Class of '88 reunion, November Woo-hoo! 18th. Yes, exactly. We will, we will be That's there. We will be there at that night. <laughs> yeah. Where's all the young people at? <laughs> Who cares about the young people? (laughs) (laughs) They're not coming here. (laughs) Until we start getting some oons, oons, (laughs) oons. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. And uh, we'll We'll see in a couple weeks. We sent out social media events so that remind you that on September 13th, we will be talking to Jeff Broadnax. That'll be a great interview, great conversation. And a great way to, uh, we should talk about some new music towards the end of the year also. So they can call in also if they yeah. want to call in for we the, can. to talk to Jeff. Love yeah. that. Yeah. We yeah. can talk about the new Dirty Honey. What is it? 855-77-WILD. Yeah. All right. 855-77-WILD with a Y. And an E. Yes. And an E. <laughs> awesome. 
We'll catch you on the next episode of the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show. See ya.